Chapter 6, Marriage and Ministry, from the book, The Doctrine Concerning the New Testament Ministry, Part 2, page 161. Responsibilities of the church. They are called with a special calling to forsake their all and to serve Christ in the ministry they have received of him. Jesus said, If any man come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife, and children, and brethren, and sisters, yea, and even his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. Every believer has to accept the spiritual essence of this verse and make sure that his family or relations do not stand in the way of his spiritual growth in ministry. Yet the church, the body of Christ, Yet, the apostles who are going to be the builders of the church, the body of Christ, and bear the responsibility of shepherding the flock of Christ, had to literally forsake everything and follow Christ. They did not hesitate to obey him. He called them, and they immediately left the ship and their father and followed him. Matthew chapter 4, verses 21 and 22. Peter asked Jesus one day, Lo, we have left all, and have followed thee. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that hath left house, or brethren, or sisters, or father, or mother, or wife, or children, or lands, for my sake, and the gospels, but he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time, and in the world to come eternal life. Mark, chapter 10, verses 28, 29, and 30. Church history indicates that almost all the apostles served the Lord in foreign countries and died as martyrs. They had left everything, including their kith and kin, and fully consecrated themselves to the Lord. They loved not, them, they loved not their own lives unto death, and made themselves eunuchs for the kingdom of heaven's sake. They were born servants of God, brought to the page 162 world, as it were, to accomplish certain particular ministries for him. They in return appropriated that calling, making themselves bond servants and eunuchs for the kingdom of God's sake. When it pleased God, says Paul, who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his grace to reveal his son to me, in me, that I may preach him among the heathen. Immediately I conferred not with flesh and blood. Galatians chapter 1, verses 15 and 16. You can see that he was born or brought into this world with a specific purpose in due time. He fully understood that, and he also understood that God could not force him to serve, and that Christ waited for his response. Yet either to accept the Lord's call or confirmation, he either to accept the Lord's call or reject it. Paul did not hesitate. He did not wait for confirmation from flesh and blood, from his family or friends or his own carnal mind. He obeyed immediately and accepted that calling. He was willing to pay the price of any hardship and affliction for Christ's sake. 
He abandoned himself at the feet of Christ as the prisoner of Jesus Christ. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 1. So that Christ could exercise all his authority and power unconditionally over his life and ministry. Timothy, Titus, Phoebe, his sister, and various others also seem to have served and married, having consecrated their all for the sake of their master. If the Lord calls you to be one of those consecrated servants, it is best to remain unmarried. It is your personal responsibility. You are called with the high calling which demands your all to be surrendered to Christ. God will give you all the, page 163, grace to live that life, including grace to live single, but he will not force you. On the other hand, if your decision is to get married, you must bear in mind that you cannot afford to shirk your normal earthly responsibilities of married life. It is evident that the responsibility of a married woman, both as a wife and as a mother, are far greater than that of a man. The responsibilities, preoccupations, and distractions of a family life will rob you of much of your time and hinder your opportunities for ministry in God's work. Those who reject a specific call of Christ for their consecrated ministry and choose to do their own will instead will find life burdensome and joyless. Those who are called to live a normal life will be happy and satisfied in that life, as that is their calling. A missionary is one who is wholly given over to God in utter dedication of life and then in utter surrender of all his talents. The cry of old comes afresh to us, whom shall I send and whom who will go for us? Surely the reply dedicated is here. Is here I am. Send me, Dr. F. R. Steele. Number four. What about the married bishops in the first century with their children shepherding different churches? Do they come under the same group as fully consecrated servants? If they could shepherd the church in a married state, why can't we do the same? Yes, though married, they come under the category of consecrated servants of God. They, 164, page 164, lived a life of entire surrender to God, forsaking everything was no problem to them. They could say with Job, when tested or tried, naked I came out from my mother's womb, and naked shall I return thither. The Lord gave and the Lord hath taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Job chapter 1 verse 21. Church history records how many bishops and elders willingly offered their wives and children to be martyred for Christ, and they themselves shed their blood for their master and king. They lived a true heavenly life, not being attached to the carnal things of the world. They did not grumble or complain of the loss of earthly things or when deprived of their own wives and children. They were found blameless as the stewards of steward of God, not self-willed, not soon angry, not given to wine, no striker, fighter, not given to filthy lurker, but a lover of hospitality, a lover of good men, sober, just, holy, temperate, holding fast the faithful word has hath been taught. Titus chapter 1 verses 7 to 9. Their call to the ministry came to them several years after they had got married and reared up children whom they brought up in the fear of God. They were not newlyweds. The above characteristics mentioned by Paul can be formed and crystallized 
in one life's in one's life only after much trials and years of consecrated living. For several years they would have lived as exemplary faithful believers. They had ruled their own house with gravity and obtained good reports from the churches where they grew spiritually. First Timothy chapter three verses four to seven. The families being well ruled and fully consecrated offered no resistance, but rather chose. End of recording. Amen.